Hold up, hold up. Hey yo, Tama Beats, let's get him something new to ride to. Welcome to the Pursuit of Passion podcast with K Noel. So take a seat and listen. Listen to the practical words, encouraging words that are here to help you get over the hump in your life. Cause you are in pursuit of your passion. Yeah, I see you. And I present to you the pursuit of passion with K Noel. Yo, what's up, fam? So, check this out. This is the first episode of My Journey, Your Inspiration. I have the honor and pleasure to interview Miss Teresa Simmons. Miss Simmons is the author of Choice Road. Be sure to check out her book. You can hear more about it in the interview. All right, let's get on with the interview. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is K Noel, and you are tuning in to, to the In Pursuit of Passion podcast with K Noel. Hey, I got a guest on with me, Miss um, Teresa Simmons. So glad you can join us on today. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be here. So glad. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome. We're glad to have you on. Um, so I'm just going to start off. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Born and raised in Connecticut, only child. Um, from the time I was little, I had an interest in reading and writing and sports and music, and I always kept myself busy doing those kinds of things. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. So you 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 doing all kind of trades. Yeah, right from the beginning, right from the beginning. I think I had my first little piano when I was about four years old. You know, one of them little pling, pling, pling pianos. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's where I got my start. <laughs> so so let's talk about this. Um, for the listeners, for everyone that's listening right now, um, you are author. So how, doing all of those things, how did you narrow it down into writing? won't say it's narrowed down because I still have a passion for music um, and, you know, for other things. But I think because of life experiences and wanting to encourage others, um, getting the book published so that people could know they're not alone in the things that they deal with, uh, I think that was my goal, to let them know not to keep secrets, to reach out because there is help. And um, it also helped me in the process to get it out on paper. Okay. If you don't mind me asking, how did it help you? Because I'm sure there are other people 
for them writing is like a therapy? I'll say it helped me because, you know, all these years I've held in um, different events that have happened to me. You know, for for many years I dealt with depression and um, maybe low self-esteem, but people wouldn't know it because I was always smiling. I was always making people laugh, etc. But I think writing the book helped me get it down on paper because it brought me closer to a place of forgiveness. As I wrote it, it was like releasing it. You know, of course, um, God helped me to forgive um, for the situation that occurred, some of which is um, included in the book and the writing. But writing was a way to uh, let it go from being internal, you know, and reading it over and over because I wanted to make sure I captured things correctly. I think reading it over and over gave me time to continue to process it over and over as I was reading it. And again, I wanted to touch the hearts and minds of others out there, not just girls, not just young girls, but um, young men, men, um, people as a whole that face different situations that might be keeping them feeling trapped, thinking that they can't go on or that they can't have victory. Um, so this book shows um, that there is help available, that you 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 don't hold on to it and keep, it, keep things secret, um, but that you seek help and that you not blame yourself for things that have happened to you. Okay. Wow. I, I think it's very important to have outlets. That's that's something that I tell people all the time. You got to have some kind of outlet. I know for me on my journey, once I started to realize that, you know, that helped me out a lot. Because, you know, we, we hold all of this stuff in and that's just like you filling up a water bottle. You keep pouring and pouring and pouring into that bottle. Eventually, it's just going to overflow. So and, and I and I and I encourage anybody, anybody that's listening, um, you know, have an outlet because it's dangerous to hold all of that stuff in because at the end of the day, you're either gonna hurt yourself or you can end up hurting someone else. I, I heard, you know, one thing I learned from a pastor one time is that bleeding people bleed on others. Mm-hmm. And and I find that to be so very true because I found myself at my point when I was in a hurting stage, I was hurting other people. I was bleeding on them because I was bleeding. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, on, on your process to, to uh, publishing your first book, what were some of the lessons that you learned? In the process, well, one thing is I had the book sitting in a closet for years and years and years because I thought it cost a million dollars to publish a book. I was like, I got to save up all this money, <laughs> you know, and um, through speaking through different people, including yourself, uh, I was encouraged to go forth and, you know, found out, you know, that there were uh, opportunities to publish on Amazon. Um, and I have a coworker that kept asking me every year, publish your book yet, publish your book yet. And I was like, not yet, not yet. And then I would make excuses because at that time I still didn't know what it would cost. And I was like, well, when I get my taxes done, I'm going to publish a book. He was like, publish your book yet? I was like, not yet. Then I was like, let me get my house first. <laughs> you know, I kept making all these excuses. But um, 
you know, through you and finding out about great editor um, Trisha Williams, I was encouraged to go forth getting information. A lot of times, maybe we wait for the information to come to us, you know, and then we're, we're misled by our own perception of what things may be when they're not really that way. So after, you know, speaking with you and speaking with her, I was able to go forward. Um, it, it, it was not a difficult process. It was not costly at all. And um, it was exciting to yes. know that this is me and this is, you know, this is real. <laughs> so um, I think the lessons I've learned are to seek information, not just wait for it to come to you um, so that you can get clarity and surround yourself with people that are doing things that are motivated and um, that can encourage you right. uh, to go forth. So, so you gotta tell me this, how did it feel when you got that first copy of your book? Even before I got the first copy, just seeing it online and seeing the title and my name and my favorite color purple. And um, so first, let me say the title of the book, Choice Road. How I came about that was I worked for a company um, for some years. And every time I turned on that road to go to work, the road is called Choice Road. And I was like, that would be a great name for a book. So I tied that title in with the book that I had sitting. Now, secondly, uh, when it comes to the cover of the book, I drew it. Really? So to see it online, yes, I drew it. I didn't hire anybody to do the art. I drew it. Um, if, if a lot of people don't know that when you look at the picture, the young lady, she has like a scarf over her head and it's, and it's drawn like a robe over her mind. Choice robe. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're getting it. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the cover as you're talking, and I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you sometimes there's a fork in the road. You go this way, you go that way. But decisions that we have to make through different challenges that we face in life. So, yeah, seeing it online was amazing. But when I got my first copy, oh, you talk about somebody wanting to cry and laugh at the same time. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling very well. It, even you know even after my first book when i released my second book um and all of the copies came in i went out on the porch and i sat them on the table and i just sat there and i was just saying oh <laughs> but I, I appreciate this cover even the more now that you have told that story because i love symbolisms um, anybody that knows me, they know I love, you know, everything has a meaning to it. Everything that I do is, is a particular meaning to it because of symbolisms. So, wow. <laughs> I'm just at all about this cover now. All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get the names for the characters in the book? Let's see, that's tricky. You know how you meet a lot of people in life and you watch a lot of movies in life and you hear about different characters and things like that. Um, I wanted to use names that would draw you in so that after you read the book, you would say this person's name or this person was like that. I'm not gonna give it away and say them now. <laughs> But, you know, names that would stick with you, but that would also sound familiar 
you know, to the reader um, and fit in with the whole theme of the story. Um, I wanted to have the names feel real and again, to have them leave behind a memory after you're done reading the book. Wow. Even, <laughs> I'm trying to say, not to say too much without giving stuff away, but even the way you wrote it, the way the characters were talking, I was just like, wow. So a lot of that is the way I heard speech growing up. That's what was real to me. Right. So I said, I'm going to write it the way I heard things and the way, you know, um, things were spoken. Um, and so in doing that, a lot of the feedback that I've gotten is, oh, my gosh, like, well, some people are from the area where I grew up and they're like, oh, I remember that or I remember this. And, you know, it's just relatable. I think it's relatable um, to a lot of people. OK, so what is your writing journey in general about like? I think when I was younger, I always wrote poetry. Uh, I would like to think I was a deep thinker even from a very early age because being an only child, I spent a lot of time alone uh, with my thoughts, whether it be at home or at the park. And um, I was just drawn to write it out. And um, some of the things I, you know, would bring to school for my teachers to read and they would critique it and they would say, oh, you can, you know, get this published or this is great. You need to share this. Um, and again, it is poems. I've written a play, um, different books, again, that are sitting that I need to consider, you know, what's going to be the next book on my agenda. I'm not sure yet on what direction I want to go. That's something I'm praying about. Um, but I've just always, oh, and also songs. I've written songs and music, and some of the songs that I've written, um, I produced a cassette tape. Yes, cassette tape, so we're going back a little bit. <laughs> but um, four songs that I wrote the lyrics for and, and I wrote the music to, went into a studio, and I did all the music, and uh, the um, producer at the time, he laid down the drum tracks on the keyboard, but I did everything else. So it's just always um, creative writing whether it be musically or, you know, just literature, has always been a passion of mine. Wow, that's awesome. And I used to rap, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> well, well, I was just about to talk about my bootleg studio I had when I was a teenager. Uh -huh. I, I had the cassette tape playing in the, no, what I had, I had like, it was playing on the computer or something like that, and I was recording on the cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I had them them rap dreams. <laughs> yep, I think a lot of us did. <laughs> a lot of us did. <laughs> yeah. So does that mean we may eventually get a play from you as well? Um, I don't see why not. And actually, a lot of people that have read my book have suggested it should be a movie. You it know? should. So... Tyler, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say to any future writers? Don't wait. Um, if you have an idea, at least start writing it right away. Um, if it's on your mind, write it down or record yourself saying it on the phone. Don't lose the ideas. Jot them down immediately. 
Sometimes you have a thought, it might be four in the morning while you're sleeping, you say, I'll remember that when I wake up. But get up and write it down while it's fresh in your mind. So start, um, don't procrastinate. Realize your dream um, and get it on paper, at least as the first start. And then go from there. Um, Don't be discouraged. A lot of people may have the same thought that I did, that it costs, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to publish. Um, Back in the day, that may have been the case. But now because of technology and because of the different opportunities afforded to us, we're able um, to publish, you know, inexpensive, uh, not not costing, you know, lots and lots of money. And a lot of publishers self-edit. You know, so that could be another savings, but you want to take your time when you're editing to make sure that you're putting out a good product. You know, you don't want to have a lot of mistakes reflected and you want to make sure things flow properly uh, with your ideas and that you're not uh, misquoting something that you stated, you know, in the previous portion of the book. So, but get started. Don't wait and jot things down as they come to you right away. Uh, Okay. We're going to go. I got some more questions, but we're going to go to a commercial break real quick. Hey, what's up, fam? To all my business owners out there, do you need to get your business out to more eyes and ears? Do you have a book that you want to get into the hands of other people? Well, here's your opportunity. The Pursuit of Passion podcast is looking to partner with you. We are offering advertising opportunities, so hit us up today. All serious inquiries can email us at podcast at relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. And remember, all things motivate. goals. How many goals have you set up for yourself when you gave up because it was too hard? How many times did you feel you weren't good enough because the journey seems tedious? I too felt this way, but then things changed. I realized I had to change how I think. I had to change who I was. I had to be relentless. I am K. Noel. I want to tell you about my book, Be Relentless. It teaches how to understand your roar, your design path, hitting your mark, and much more. Purchase your copy of Be Relentless today at www.relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. It's not just another book. It's a movement. So are you ready to be relentless? All right, and we're back. Now, my question is from your your previous response, how much sleep did you you lose? Because I know me being a writer, a a deep thinker, there are sometimes I get awakened in the middle of the night because I got to write down this idea. That's a tough question. Um, I'll say it's tough because I have trouble sleeping anyway. Uh, I used to work two and three jobs and one of my night jobs I didn't get out so maybe four you know in the morning sometimes so I'm often up about that time and if my mind is going you know a lot of times it's the creative part of my mind and I just start writing I just start writing 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 another thing is I feel like I'm kind of funny sometimes (laughs) 
<laughs> so I don't even want to capture that down because I'll be like, oh my, I got to tell somebody that so they can have a good day tomorrow and laugh about it, you know. <laughs> but I can't say I lose a lot of sleep due to writing because I just don't sleep great all the time anyway. <laughs> but since I'm up, I might as well be productive, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so let, me, let me ask this. As an uh, uh, author... What, where do you, and I know a lot of it is from life experience, but what is the biggest inspiration behind The biggest inspiration behind it is God. And the reason I say that is because he's the one that saved me from making a choice uh, that may have caused me to not be here speaking to you right now. So it's because of him that I'm able to write, that I'm able to share, and that I want to encourage others not to give up. What do, what would you say to anyone right now who would feel like, you know, they're on the edge, like they, they want to give up, or, you know, they, they feel like that there isn't any type of purpose in their life? First, I would say God is faithful. We have to seek him in everything that we go through, everything we deal with, every aspect of our lives. I would tell a person that's feeling like they're on the verge of giving up is hang on in there and don't give up right before you miss the victory. You hung in there this long, you've come this far, and you're here for a reason. A lot of times people think they're not loved, they're not thought about, they're not considered, they're not on anybody's mind. But the fact of the matter is they're on God's mind first and they're here because somebody else is gonna need them. God can use their testimony to save somebody else. I tell people all the time, you are necessary, you're loved, you're meant to be here, you have a purpose. You know, a lot of people deal with depression and anxiety. What is filling up your life? What are you paying attention to? What are you focused on? What are you looking at? If we make more of our focus spiritual things and things of God, he can fill us with peace that we've never known. We can have joy that we've never known. We can recognize his love that we maybe never felt from a person um, because God's love is special and is different. Yes. You know, it's, it's unique. and that can be what keeps you to know God loves you. You're here for a reason. He has stuff for you to do. He's not through with you yet. So you can't give up. You cannot give up. Somebody needs to hear your testimony of how God took you through this thing you're in right now. So you got to hang on in there. I love it. We now interrupt your regularly scheduled program for a very special announcement. Midweek blues holding you back? Got a bad case of the Wednesdays? Well, check out the No Wednesday podcast with Dr. C. Emmanuel Little, where no Wednesday formed against us shall prosper is the mantra. It's the absolute best variety show, founded on self-care but featuring a little humor, a little music, a lot of information, and most of all, you. 
No Wednesday is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and most other podcast platforms. Follow the show at No Wednesday on Instagram and Twitter and use the hashtag No Wednesday to follow the conversation. Enjoy the show and be easy. Be easy, be easy, be easy. Hey, what's up, fam? Yo, check this out. If you need music for your next album, your podcast, or maybe even your next video, you know, your YouTube or whatever, I need you to check out my bro, Toma Beats. Hit him up today so he can set you up with dope music like what you hear in the background now. He also is the producer of the music you're hearing in the background for seasons one and two of Pursuit of Passion podcast. So check him out today on Instagram, Toma underscore Beats. That's T-O-M-A underscore Beats. Or you can look him up on Facebook. Tama Bees, alright? Let them know K Noel sent you. Alright. So now that you have written your first book. What are some, are, are we gonna get some more writing from you? I hope to, I hope uh, to have another um, book published, I'll say by July, and if not July, September. September would be the one year mark from the previous book. Again, I'm not sure yet what direction I'm gonna go as far as the theme, um, and I may use something that's been sitting, or I might write something fresh and new. So I'm not sure yet. <laughs> not sure yet. <laughs> but something will be coming this year, Lord willing. Okay, so we're going to be expecting that. So <laughs> y'all hear it first here. So <laughs> we're going to hold her to that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so last but not least, I'm just going to give you the platform to, you know, really say anything anyone that you you know to the listeners you know to everyone whatever's on your heart you know just take time you know to speak you say that you wake up as a blessing the first thing i do is i thank god for allowing me to see another day we may have issues that you've dealt with on yesterday you may have woken up in pain You may have woken up feeling sad, alone, or depressed. There's a lot of weight that we carry um, from day to day. But with each new day, God gives us a new measure of grace. You know, his compassion fails not. And his mercies are new every morning. So we need to start each day as new. With the opportunity to get things right, to make things better, opportunities to love and be loved and you have to love yourself a lot of times we look at each other and we judge ourselves hard based on choices or mistakes that we made in the past but God throws those things into a sea of forgetfulness and he gives us a clean slate you know if we just surrender and allow him to lead and guide us we can have victory we can walk in peace And in peace, so let me step back for one second. A name that I thought I was gonna use as my author name years ago is Mind Peace. 
And so Miss Mind Peace is the name that I use um, for a lot of the writings that I've done. And it's because I wanted peace of mind. You have to say the things that you want and don't keep talking about the things that you don't want or that are not great. You have to speak life. You will get what you say. And the Bible says that also, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Speak life. You hear people say, oh my goodness, you know, I'm never gonna this, or I can't catch a break, or people keep this and that about me, but speak life, turn those things around. I consider myself a bully because if somebody's about to finish a negative sentence, I cut them off and I say, don't finish that. Because as I stated, you're gonna get what you keep saying. So if you want peace, keep speaking peace. If you want love, keep speaking love. If you want victory, healing, keep speaking those things. Speak those things that you want. Say those things. Make it a practice uh, to fill your day with positive affirmations. And if when you look in the mirror, you don't see yourself beautiful. And by beautiful, I don't mean beautiful, but I mean beautiful, internal and external. Say to yourself, I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves me. I'm supposed to be here. I'm not a mistake. I am above and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. I am the lender and not the borrower. Speak these things over your life. As you continue to speak them, you're going to believe them. And so then if anybody tries to contradict or say anything other than, you say no, because I am necessary. I have purpose. I am beautiful. I am creative. Ah, God is not through with me yet. There's much more for you to do. So don't give up. Keep striving, keep pushing, and keep moving ahead. Yes, I love it. I love it. I, I appreciate you. And I just want to tell you that because we've known each other for over 10 years. And you've been there as the big sister for me, you know, to encourage me, you know, throughout all these years. And I just want to tell you personally that I appreciate you. The reason God allowed us to meet. I was the only child, but hey, I got a little brother right here. <laughs> all right. So um, how can people find you on social media? Find me on Facebook, Teresa Simmons. Um, I believe also if you search Miss Mind Peace, it may come up that way. M-S-M-I-N-D-P-E-A-C-E. I'm not on any other platforms at this time. I haven't been on Facebook since 2011. I just got back there in 2020. So <laughs> I had to learn how to use that again. But for the most part, that's where people can find me. Teresa Simmons in Connecticut. I am not mad at you on that one because I just got back on Facebook last year and it took me a minute to start figuring out some of this stuff and uh, learning what they call the algorithms and all of this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I feel you on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, that will be all, everyone. You all know the drill. You all have a good evening, a good morning, a good night, whatever time of the day you're listening to it make the best of each day and remember we're leaving no days left behind and we are out
Thanks for joining us this week on the Pursuit of Passion podcast with K. Noel. Make sure to visit our website at www.relentlessmotivationalgroup.com to purchase books by K. Noel and Relentless Wear. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Both handler names are RelentlessMG1. And also, check us out on Facebook at Relentless Motivational Group. Also, join the Relentless Texting community today by texting RELENTLESS to 404-962-0730. Be sure to subscribe now to the Pursuit of Passion podcast with K. Noel to catch a new episode every Thursday. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and a ton of other podcast platforms. If you would like to look us up on Anchor, that would be anchor.fm forward slash the Pursuit of Passion. If you would like to send a donation, you can do so on our website or on our Anchor page. Last but not least, always remember that all things motivate. You be in no time.